I'm a part-time rock star. But I go to work and work. What's up? Welcome to episode 26 of the uh, Part-Time Rockstar Podcast. I'm your host, Brett. My guest today is Patrick Toter of the band Like Fires Everywhere, uh, hailing from Laurel, Maryland-ish, my hometown as well. Um, they say they draw their inspirations from bands like uh, Taking Back Sunday, Since His Fail, AFI, and others. They have recently released an album or EP that is self-titled, which you can find on Spotify, iTunes, and all that stuff. Um, Patrick is a fellow guitar player, so we had a pretty good chat about all things guitar and uh, his inspirations for playing and uh, writing songs and producing and all that. So it was a good chat, and uh, if you're listening to this episode and friends of the band, or possibly friends of mine, thanks for uh, listening and downloading. And if you uh, want to be on the podcast, if you're a local musician, you can always hit me up. In any case, enjoy the interview. Like fires everywhere. Yeah, so my name's Brett. Uh, welcome to what I call the uh, part-time rock star podcast. I uh, sort of started it during the quarantine, uh, largely out of boredom, but, you know, to try to meet people and help other bands out, including my own. So um, glad you could uh, have a chat. Yeah, I appreciate it. I've been listening to a couple of the podcasts that you've been doing recently. They're, uh, I, I like them. They're, they're real fun to listen to. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it kind of depends on who's talking, right? But uh, <laughs> um, I definitely try not to take any credit for that. Um, it's really up to the stories people want to tell, you know, or whatever they're comfortable yeah. with um, and their background and all that. So, uh, yeah, for people listening, I'll I'll drop a nice little uh, intro for you guys, but it's uh, like fire... Uh, light fires everywhere yeah okay cool and you have some music out Um, yeah yeah we uh, just released our EP maybe about two weeks ago I think it was August 21st perfect yeah Um, I was listening to the music videos you sent me or at least the uh, couple there Um, I think you guys mentioned that uh, you know your influences are like AFI and, and stuff like that yeah, I mean, between AFI, Taking Back Sundays, uh, and um, a couple more, a little bit more like The Used and some of that post-hardcore um, is kind of the sound that we're going for. Cool, and uh, if I didn't mention already, your name is um, Patrick Toter or Totter? It's Toter, yeah. Toter, cool. Um, yeah, you guys have some pretty cool artwork on it, too. Um, maybe you could give a little shout out to whoever did that maybe it was you i don't know <laughs> no no it wasn't us um our bassist actually got in touch with um a guy in uh france for it um uh, his name was a uh, yeah if, if i'm right i might i might be wrong on that just not really thinking right now um 
but uh yeah he came back with that and i mean we've had that picture for i mean i, I believe over a year now nice before uh, we already knew that we wanted to use that for our first uh big release so cool well i'll definitely draw up a poster for you guys for this episode but i'm almost like half tempted to use that um you know sometimes bands have uh, cool artwork sometimes they don't um one band i had on here i just kind of hit them upside on scene just because their artwork was cool i wanted their koozie <laughs> so it's like hey we, we can swap some merch here oh uh, yeah sometimes it just looks cool <laughs> yeah so yeah that's cool um uh, the metaphor I use is like, are you the ringleader of your circus, or are you the uh, band leader? Or no, are you, uh... I, I wouldn't say that I'm the band leader at all. Um, I say we we uh, we share it a lot. Um, yeah, we each come with our own ideas. I mean, when it comes to uh, like especially with writing songs, all of the content that we put out, a lot, all of it has a lot of input from every single member. Nice. Uh, I wouldn't want to put a label on anybody as being the leader as it just doesn't seem like what we do yeah i think uh bands mostly say that they're as democratic as possible um i always find it a little bit funny though sometimes because i think that in the long run like somebody has to make a decision and sometimes when a band is like completely democratic it can be hard so i don't know I go back and forth about that all the time with different people as far as how they run their bands. Like, it's interesting to see, you know. Um, yeah, I get that. I've, I've definitely been in a couple of bands where I was uh, kind of the, the band leader, but um, yeah, we those never really got off the ground or yeah. out of the garage or anything like that. Um, this one is a lot more democratic. We'll have band meetings, like nice. maybe like take 15, 30 minutes after a practice and just be like, Hey, what do you want the timeline for? Like, when do you want this song to be done? When do you want, um, when do you want to release like this kind of picture? What kind of posts do you want to make during the week? Anybody want to take care of that? And, um, sometimes we'll go ahead and do things on our own as well. And, um, just sort of throw it out there. Uh, I think we're all, we all trust each other as far as like the band goes and everything like that. We trust each other to make decisions on our own if we have to and um, together if we can. Yeah. So I guess the next question then is kind of uh, within songwriting, you know, if you guys are splitting that job or doing it all together and collaborating, like what's your role in it and you know, how does it all work? So, um, <laughs> it kind of goes back and forth sometimes, uh, if, if I, if I start the writing process, I'll write out, um, the guitar parts for the entire song and send them off to our drummer, Nelson, and, uh, he'll write drums to it, he'll record it with, uh, his little setup, and then, uh, Sean, our bassist, will get it, he'll start writing bass to it, and we'll get together, start jamming it, and Peter will come in, and, they'll sing some random words over top of it and uh eventually it all kind of comes together we you know flesh it out get the parts down get the timing get yeah. um sometimes we'll go through it we'll record it and i'll come back here re-record my part and with something new that we just figured out during practice other times our drummer will actually come up with a full arrangement of drums for the entire song and That's he'll send cool. it out to us and 
will ride out on top of that. Um, And then our bassist also does the same thing. He'll write out an entire progression, entire song, and then we'll build on top of that. Yeah, it's cool that you have that dynamic because then you have like, uh, you know, four people coming to the table with a different creative outlook, which, you know, I've never, never been a part of something like that, at least creatively, just uh, cover bands with that many people. But yeah, no, that's, that's pretty cool, especially if you have that capability from each member. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely been, it's very freeing to know that everybody has that, that, um, that all-star ability that, that they come in and they can really, um, you know, bring it to the table. Um, I mean, I love these guys. They're they're just amazing musicians all around. How long you guys been together? Um, so we got together maybe about two years ago, two and a half years ago is when we um, when I first joined the band. Um, before that, it was just the drummer and the bassist together had written um, a couple of uh, uh, rough demos and stuff like that. And, yeah, and uh, guys, I actually met. Them. Where yes. are you guys primarily located? Uh, we're right in the center between Baltimore and D.C. Oh, Laurel. Uh, yep, yeah, that's yeah. exactly where. Uh, oh, cool. That's where I grew up. Yeah. What was that? That's where I grew up. Okay. Still there all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're. Uh, that's uh, usually where we practice. Um, I know we. Some of us live a little bit closer to D.C. and, and another one of us lives up near Baltimore. Yeah, I'm actually at my um, my friend's studio now in uh, West Laurel, recording. Oh, nice. So, I know know the turf pretty well. I grew up in South okay. Laurel. Nice. Um, I actually didn't grow up in Maryland. I came up here maybe about two years ago, or three years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so, I actually met this band through Craigslist. Sweet. I've, I've gotten yeah. in bands through Craigslist before. It's awesome when it works. <laughs> Oh yeah, sometimes sometimes it works. <laughs> Where were you from before here? Uh, I was down in Virginia. Uh, okay. Moved up here for just some better job prospects. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, kind of while we're on that subject, if uh, if you want to talk about it a little bit, I call this the Part Time Rockstar Podcast because we're all working in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to talk about anything that you do outside of music, feel free. But if not, no worries. We'll go back to the music. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's one of the things I like about this podcast is the part-time part. Because, uh, I mean, all of us work. All of us have our own full-time jobs and full-time yeah. lives that we have to get back to. Um, and, I mean, being out on, like, a stage or just being at practice, it's just a release. It's right. a time to get a little bit free. Um, for me, I mean, my hours at work are a little bit crazy because I work uh, construction Cool. Um, I, uh, I climb, I, I climb cell phone towers. Uh, oh, one of my buddies uh, I play hockey with, he does that too. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a fun job. Yeah. Definitely. Get some good get, pictures out of it. I said he gets paid pretty well, but yeah. I mean, I know. for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot about crazy hours. I work 24 hour shifts for fire department. Mm-hmm. So. It, oh, wow. Uh, it's a grind yeah. for sure. Thanks for your service, man. But, uh, yeah, no problem. Um, one thing I think that, like, the part-time rock star life or whatever you want to call it, the part-time musician thing is, like, you get a lot of uh, motivation probably from work. 
at least I find, yeah. you know. And like you're saying, it's even more maybe rewarding to get to play than yeah. if all you're doing is sitting around just waiting for a good song to pop in your head or something. Like, I, I don't know <laughs> what people Yeah, do. I know, especially like during this quarantine, a lot of people have just kind of been sitting around, and uh, sometimes yeah. I wish that I could have done that. Um, we were deemed essential, so um, yeah. I haven't lost any hours, which, I mean, is a blessing. It's definitely a blessing because uh, st- I still have my job, and some people are really hurting right now, and uh, yeah. I don't want to take anything away from them. But sometimes the thought of being home for like a week sounds good, but not being home for a couple of months might be a little rough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I had a couple of weeks off there because I got the virus early on, but other than oh, that, wow. um, I was, you know, I'm also the essential type, so mostly business as usual. Yeah, I've known a few people in our industry that's gotten it, um, and they, they, they've been out for the two weeks, they got their tests and everything, um, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's not fun. No, wild times. For sure, especially for music. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, you know. I got I miss going to shows, but uh, you just got to be safe right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how the uh, how everything's gonna shape out or shake out. You know, as far as crowds coming back, I know. Obviously, there's uh, some distancing shows that like drive-ins going on. Really, I think kind of around the world, I've noticed too. At least North America and Europe. Um, yeah. So I guess things are inching ever so slightly back to normal, but uh, I don't know what normal will be, you know? Yeah, that, that'll be interesting to see what normal turns out. Yeah, I mean, uh, the idea of a big old sweaty mosh pit right now seems uh, <laughs> a little... It just seems a little more dangerous than usual. <laughs> yeah, I know something about that, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, I actually used to work at a concert venue. I used to work at the Fillmore. Oh, nice. As a medic. Um, so that used to get pretty rowdy, for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I know I've gotten hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, trying to crowd surf and people don't want to hold you up no more. <laughs> who Who is, you think, your favorite band maybe uh, would be to crowd surf to or mosh pit-wise? Oh, if any come to Thank mind. God. The only reason I say this is because I, uh, I went to their show uh, right before like the quarantine hit, and uh, it, was, it was a damn good show. Um, it was at a soundstage. It was uh, The Used. Oh, nice. We're playing. And uh, they, uh, I mean, The Used brings in a good crowd, and soundstage isn't exactly the biggest venue Mm-mm. ever so i mean it was packed shoulder to shoulder everybody was just going nuts yeah that was a great show that's awesome have you guys as a band gotten to play there yet for when they do their uh, big no party? actually uh we haven't actually um had too many shows as of late um well, I mean, yeah, like i said we're all part-time true. i mean we yeah. as of late but even before yeah. um i mean we all have we all have like uh, you know other uh stuff that we got to take care of other obligations yeah. So um, sometimes we just didn't have the time, but uh, I mean, out of the places that we played, um, I mean, you, you're in Laurel, so you know Chapala's, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Which, ironically yeah. or incidentally, I've never played. I've tried. Oh really? Tried barking up that tree. Maybe I'm lying. 
I think I might have played there once as a cover band, but never as original, which probably makes sense because I don't know exactly what they have. Yeah, that was actually our first show, I believe. Huh. Yeah, my, my ex-bass player used to play there all the time. Yeah, it's great. The I mean, the owner there is real, ni- uh, real nice and everything, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was great. Yeah. Uh, we've also played uh, Zen West. Nice. Yeah, I played there. Yeah, that was a that was a fun. Yeah. That was a fun show. Um, I I think I drank a little too much before I got on, but that. Yeah, well, are you fun. the singer? What was that? You're not the singer, right? No, no, no. I uh, I play guitar and do backup vocals. Yeah. So you're good. Uh, you're fine. Yeah. It's really yeah, only good. the singer that needs to keep it together on that front. I mean, <laughs> that it becomes very apparent. Everybody else can kind of hide a little. Yeah, Especially yeah, if you're a good um, player. Yeah, we'll just call it a little bit of a sludge. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> you know, the, the um, leads might not be quite as sharp, but okay. Hey, that's what it is. Um, Rock and roll. I mean, the other problem is, like, since uh, we don't have a second guitarist, uh, there's not really much to hide behind. Oh, yeah. Well, you can always hide behind, like, a big old wall of feedback. It's kind of what I do. I yeah, no, I, I <laughs> definitely understand that. <laughs> just kind of pretend like I'm making some cool noises here until I figure out what's going on in this song. <laughs> yeah, it's like, where, where are we? What song is this? Uh, yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. As a fellow guitar player, I, I really like being the only guitar player. I don't yeah. Know, I, just, I feel like I make enough noise on my own, good or bad or whatever. It's just... I don't know. I like it so much better than having to compete with the the volume of somebody else. Yeah, and I think that that's something that becomes a problem when you have two guitars. Is uh, a lot of times you end up trying trying to compete rather than yeah. trying to work with each other, and it sometimes it gets a little rough. Sometimes uh, you have one guitar player, you have two guitar players that are very close together, and right. they both want to play lead at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and then it just kind of doesn't work out very well. Being a single guitar player. Um, it does restrict you in some ways trying to uh make sure that the sound stays full while you're you know still trying to not be boring well if you have a good bass player that's where it really starts to matter for sure oh yeah we luckily sean our bass player is amazing i mean i he's just amazing like anytime we'll come up come in with uh, a new song he'll come in says yeah i've been working on a bass part and i mean he just blows our minds every time Sweet. Um, do you want to talk about any particular song on the EP or like something maybe you contributed to or like a backstory to some of the lyrics or anything like that? Um, I mean, I'll tell a quick one about, uh, which one was it? Arrogance of Man. Yeah, the last uh, one. Real quick is, uh, I, so I, I recorded all of the, the music um, and, and mixed and did all of that stuff and uh even after doing that i actually didn't know all the lyrics to the songs yeah. so when we released the lyric video for arrogance of man um that's when i found out it was about godzilla oh hell yeah <laughs> nice yeah because uh in the bridge it says when the kaiju and the spine glows take a deep breath and breathe out. i'm like oh uh. oh Huh. <laughs> I used to play that other Godzilla song from the 80s or the 70s or whatever the hell it was. Like, 
Yeah. I can't remember that band, but Deep Purple or something. Uh, is right. it the Deep Purple or Blue Oyster? No. Blue Oyster Cult, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool. I'll probably uh, snag it off iTunes here, and uh, I can probably feature it at the end of the episode, if that's cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, I mean, other than that, uh, until tomorrow on the uh, the EP or album, whatever you want to call yeah, it, because I find uh, it funny you call technically it it's over 25 minutes. Yeah, it's kinda, it looks like an album to <laughs> me, as far as I would, I would understand it, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, one of them's just sort of an intermission, and one of them ended up being an extra song we tacked on at the end. Yeah. Because um, it just it sounded good. We had it done. It's like, hey, let's put it on there. Yeah, it works. So, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for talking. Uh, I always That's appreciate great. getting extra people. I'll definitely um, send you over, like, uh, a couple stickers or something like that. I like swapping merch with people if you guys have T-shirts. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'll send you some stickers back if you do that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ah, we got some time here. I like to go for at least half an hour. Uh, I got it. Half hour, 45, because then uh, it doesn't make my editing job too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to listen to the whole thing over and kind of splice some <laughs> couple tracks together. <laughs> So it can get a little stale sometimes, but it's worth it because then when you're listening to it, it's pretty clear, hopefully, if I did it right. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that you record, or I mean that you mix, yeah. that you're, so are you kind of like the pseudo producer of the band? Would you say? Yeah, um, that, I mean, yeah, technically, because uh, I, I, it's been a hobby of mine just to record myself. Yeah. And, um, like I used to have like a full drum set before I moved into an apartment gotcha. and, um, so I got enough to record a drum set, enough to record guitars and bass and vocals. I have, I mean, I just sort of collected it over the years and, um, yeah, when I got into this band, told them that I was able to do it and I, I, I told them it'd be great for demos, great for, um, you know, yeah. you know, just sort of recording, but how much did um, you do in the end? All of it, or um, some of it. Yeah, I did all of it. Okay, including. Yeah, I ended up mixing and mastering, or. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I, I recorded it, mixed it, mastered it, and uh, I mean, I have maybe forty different versions of each song that yeah. I've sent to the band. It's like, hey, what do you think about this? And it's like, let's change this, just because you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm not anywhere near professional for this, but uh, I'm working on it. I mean, sounds good and. Obviously, it takes many, many years to really get that stuff down. I mean, I, I watch people who know how to do it, and it's just like, that's a very specific talent, I think, for sure. Oh, definitely. I still love, uh, I mean, I still got a lot to learn, and I still love watching other people to learn. Yeah. I mean, that goes with everything, though. The cool part is, I mean, in modern times with YouTube and everything else, I mean, you can always find little tricks that uh, used to be very esoteric or you needed to like know somebody to teach you and now it's like oh, let me figure out this little thing in Pro Tools and uh, sure enough there's some kid on there like yeah here's how you do it <laughs> oh yeah yeah. I mean after when I first started playing a guitar that's how I did it was, that's uh, true yeah. I mean I had, a, I had a book and I learned a couple of chords and that's all I knew for about a year or two and then after that started you know just downloading tabs and then once YouTube became really big with uh 
you know, car covers and guitar learning stuff. I mean, I kind of popped over to that and, yeah, you know, still trying to learn, but, you know, here's well, what I got. As a fellow guitar player, I mean, uh, I actually joke that I just write songs so that I can uh, have something to solo over. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> singing everything just so I can play those leads. But uh, who were some of your, like, favorite guitar players that you used to try to learn from or emulate? Um, so, uh, I'm not very good with names as far as, uh, but more with the bands, but, uh, like, Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. Um, when I first heard Welcome Home, that was, I had to learn it. Have you seen them live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw them live last, fun. last year. Yeah. Um. It was Coheed and Cambria and Taking Back Sunday up at the the Pavilion. Nice. Or Mer- Yeah, I saw them in D.C. a couple years ago. It's cool. Yeah, it's a hell of a show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, between the lights and everything. Yeah. It's Between the lights and the hair. Yeah, the hair is just fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what really makes the show right there. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean... Beyond that, I mean, I grew up with, you know, hard rock, punk, and, uh, you know, heavy metal. So, I mean, like, I, I still like the big chugs and all of that, but uh, yeah. kind of. So, um, I don't know. I usually ask a couple of random questions to people, like what kind of TV shows they've been watching, and especially in times yeah. like these where a little less going on. Um, I mean... I usually, uh, with my fiance, I, I, I uh, watch a lot of uh, documentaries. Nice. So uh, I know we got through the entire uh, I Am a Killer series. Yeah, it's actually one uh, that I don't think I've watched yet. Yeah, it's it's about um, a bunch of uh, convicts on death row. Yeah. Sort of, you know, sharing their story. A lot of them are no longer on death row, and but um, it, it's just a bunch of convicts that were convicted of, you know, murder. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, the other show that I, I just finished watching was uh, the Woo Assassins. Yeah. Which I, is, uh, I mean, it's just it's it's a fun show and it's got a lot of uh, fighting in it. Just grab another cup of coffee here. <laughs> it is uh, Saturday morning slash Saturday afternoon for whenever I release this, which I'm gonna say tentatively. It might be out by Monday, maybe giving until Tuesday, but okay. I'll probably have it together. Um, are there any like shout-outs you want to say, maybe for the guys in the band or anything like that? Or... Um, I mean, uh, I mean, I'll definitely say to Nelson, Sean, and Peter, thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys have definitely been killing it. Um, that's the as this band keeps going, continuing to grow, and uh, yeah, thanks to really thanks to my parents as well. Yeah, I was gonna say, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad. <laughs> thanks for letting me play guitar really way too loud. Yeah, yeah dad, thanks for uh, buying that first guitar. Yeah, and, uh, it's all history from there. Right on. Are you guys uh, tentatively planning anything? Like, I mean, I realize it's tough to find anywhere to play live, but. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys think, have anything uh, in the works? Uh, nothing Nothing far as uh, playing out live, uh, but we're definitely working on some new material. Yeah. Uh, maybe releasing like a single within the next few months. That would be cool. Um, yeah, because we have about 
I mean, honestly, right now we have about 15, 16 songs on the back burner that we're working on. Probably about five that are about 95% of the way done. Nice. So, uh, yeah, you yeah, so we might have something out soon. Yeah, you know, whittle it down, you know, all killer, no filler. Yeah. All right, do you guys uh, still get to, to jam a fair amount or no? Um, what was that? Do you guys still I'm get sorry. to jam a fair amount or not really or oh yeah 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 uh sorry i thought you said paramount and i was kind of like mm, what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah we still uh we generally meet about once a week um our drummer uh has a basement that we can sort of just come by after after work um and sort of get in a couple of hours that so we can go through the songs that we uh we got down pat and start working on some of the newer songs nice. uh, and then we usually go out to eat afterwards, grab a couple of drinks, and, you know, just, you know, kill it. What are some of your favorite Laurel haunts, like Laurel places to go? I mean, personally, I don't know a lot of the... Uh, or do you guys go up to Columbia? I mean, usually we go to, like, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I know. I know that place. That's for sure. Um... Well, yeah. I mean, if there's anything else maybe I didn't cover or that you want to get into, I would say feel free to fire away. Um, um, nothing really. I just, I mean, anybody who actually like goes in, takes a look at our music and stuff like that, I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Um, and to all the people who supported us at, to this point, I mean, any support, is just, it, it just fills your heart. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, I kind of started this whole thing just to get people just a little extra something, a little extra nudge out into the light, out into the limelight. Um, so, like I said, it's uh, like fires everywhere. Um, and it's a self-titled album or EP, I guess, is what I'm Yeah, saying. yeah, it's self-titled. It's uh, also like fires everywhere. And it's uh, it's already streaming everywhere. Yeah, so I found it on Spotify, I found it on iTunes, I'll probably punch in uh, the song Arrogance of Man at the end here. Um, I'll, you know, add a couple superlatives here in the intro for you guys, and uh, yeah, hopefully maybe we'll cross paths at some point, playing out whenever right. that uh, becomes a thing again. Yeah, no, definitely, we'll try to keep in touch, and uh, next time... Uh once everything starts opening back up and hit you back up. Yeah. And uh, I guess text me your address and I'll uh, I'll send you over a sticker or something. All right, sounds great. All right, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for chatting. I appreciate it. It's good meeting you. Hey, you. So yeah, if you made it this far, once again, thank you for listening. To uh, episode 26 of Part Time Rockstar Podcast. Uh, hopefully, it was good chat here with uh, with Patrick. Um, the song you're hearing in the background is called "The Arrogance of Man." Once again, by Like Fires Everywhere. I picked it up off iTunes, but it's all over the internet. So, as always, uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully, this episode finds you uh, sweet and sound. Yeah. Then forget. Oh, the aftermath is real. 
Take me! You're not-